I'm way happier in myself as a as a uh, as a individual, as a comedian, as a working comic. Um, but then you go, well, fuck. Now I want to be at home. It's just yeah. you know trying to figure out um, that roller coaster and get the balance right. And I, and that's not unique to a touring comic. I think any working parent, man, any working and any job, getting that balance yeah. right of like how much do I want to be the parent and how much do I just still want to be my own person kind of thing. Yeah, because you know? You, you know you get to the end of your life, you're not going to go fuck. I should have done more work. I no. should have worked more days. But you're not going to go, I should have hugged my kids more either. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not going to get any life go, oh, I wish I paid them oh, more attention. Oh, God, they're needy. <laughs> oh, what a hug. It's my deathbed. Can I get a fucking break <laughs> for once? <laughs> I'm dying here. You're I'm waiting. literally on my last breath, and you're still fucking wanting a hug. Would you fuck off? They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads. It's Wade! But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. Listeners, do you reckon get PTSD <laughs> <laughs> at the sound of our laughter at the top of an episode? Oh man, they're thinking not another fucking best of. <laughs> oh, you wait for the best of that's coming. Oh, you'll love man. it. You'll hell. love it, or you can fuck off. It's coming out of nowhere as well. <laughs> Maybe it's this. Maybe this will be on repeat. You sons of bitches, you little rat fucks. You dirty dogs. Uh, shout out to the rat fucks that have turned up to my shows over the last few weeks. Good on you. Oh, nice one. It's always lovely to be called a rat fuck in front of people who don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Hey, you rat fuck. Oh, hey, mate. What a great friend. I remember uh, as uh, the audience, I might have already said this, the audience were leaving one of the live taboo tapings and someone walked out and went, great show, you rat fuck. And the executive <laughs> producer was like almost getting security over. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. That's a friend. <laughs> uh, a rat fuck is just a friend you haven't met. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly what a great way to put it. Um, we don't have a guest today because we didn't want one. Uh, uh, how was your Father's Day? Because we're recording this a couple of days after Father's Day. You know what? I, um, I, I'm i not going to be... Shout out to the fathers out there. Shout out to, to the, the fathers. Men. Shout out to the dads. Men, or just if you're fucking a single mum. Or yeah. if you're a mum. Shout out to everybody. It's not their day. Ah, oh, fuck them. <laughs> fuck it. I've heard a Mother's Day, but when do men? When do we have a Father's Day? That's what I want to know. It was on Sunday. <laughs> what a roller coaster. Um, uh, look, I'm, I don't want to be a Scrooge about it, and so uh, I'll just say it. I, I'm I'm not much into it, um, Father's Day or Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, I think they're great. This is why I don't want to be a Scrooge. It's not like, oh, we shouldn't do it because it was invented by Hallmark. But also, it was invented by Hallmark and I feel like it's peak capitalism. I am going to disagree with you for Mother's Day. Yep. It was invented by a lady who got very angry when quickly, super quickly, within like a year or two of her inventing this day, that it became oh uh, corporatized. Is that the word? Yeah, yeah, corporatized? yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It, it got sucked in by it the consumerism machine. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, yeah, she she invented this day for mothers because, you know. That's a nice thing. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to be a Scrooge about it. I'm not yeah, saying it's I, a lovely thing. I think it's a lovely thing, right? So there's just those two sides to it. And so I kind of, I don't want to do any major things for it. Yeah. Um, and so what I did was got on a cruise ship <laughs> and went out into the international waters away from my family. <laughs> 
Happy Father's Day. <laughs> I just happened to, I didn't even realise it was Father's Day. I happened to be on a cruise ship. That said, when I got back on Monday, uh, I had a really lovely little tiny um, ceremony, I guess you would call it, of my both my children presenting me with their homemade wares. Ah. And I loved it. I got a painting, I got um, a paper aeroplane, uh, I got a homemade card, um, I got a lovely card with some lovely things written uh, by Hannah, uh, and, and both of the kids had written in it, and I think that's, uh, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah. Uh, I, my day was a bit disjointed, um, because Saturday was, uh, it was a real long day, we'll talk about that in a minute. So Sunday we woke up, and then Claire was away, she was away working. And we had had a sleepover in the lounge overnight, the girls and I. Yeah. And they had some presents around the house for me to find. Just some stuff. Yeah. But there was like... Uh, Future bin stuff. Well, <laughs> one of the the best present they got me, because I'd mentioned to Claire that I want to get this. So it's like something we're getting for the house anyway. Yeah. That they could wrap up. Pots. Pot. Three, Ooh, no, three. <laughs> three. Your daughter's bought you cannabis. <laughs> that is excellent. Well, that is a father's day, isn't it? Wasn't it wasn't laced cannabis. It was just very mallow. <laughs> Some pure bushweed. Some pots. Oh, Some yeah. actual cooking pots. Oh, that's And wonderful. I was super pumped. Yeah. they're good quality pots. Claire got them on special, even better. Great. Fucking the best. But I was thinking... What like, brand are we talking about here? Baccarat. Oh. Baccarat. Yeah, Baccarat. Baccarat. Whatever it is. Who knows? Uh, That's very, uh, top shelf. Very heavy bottom pan. Yeah. Uh, but, but what about the pots? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I left half a second too long. Half a second too long. <laughs> it didn't even make any sense. <laughs> Oh, they're very heavy bottom. Very heavy bottom. Fucking love it. Love cooking on that heavy bottom. I'll fucking cook up a storm on that heavy bottom. Fucking give fucking. that heavy body a root. Oh, okay. <laughs> cook some eggs. Fucking cook those eggs. Good stirring. Add a bit of cream. Cream. We actually eggs. had a plan for this one. It's gone out the window. I've lost my mind. <laughs> it's gone already. Anyway. I legitimately thought about what I was going to say, and then I just forgot and went, yeah. fuck it, I'm going to have sex with some pots. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say something earnest about your lovely children. Uh, no. I got sidetracked by fucking a pot. <laughs> oh, heavy bottom. Stern. Oh, it's dense as well. <laughs> a tall rim. It's got a lovely tall rim. Oh, you could, you could push something in there. You could thumb it in there. Oh, you thumb it right in. Uh, why do we get guests? <laughs> Ruin it all. Fuck off, Kate McLennan. <laughs> but we love you, Joel, clogging up that toilet. <laughs> oh, man, don't have sex with your pots. No, don't yourself. fuck a pot, mate. That's I guess if you're, you. a, um, if you're using the handle and you just want to put it in somewhere, <laughs> like that's up to you, boys or girls, whatever you like, you know. But if you're just going to root the hole, you'd have to have a giant wang to root a pot, wouldn't you? If you want to, like, you'd need a proper chode. <laughs> you'd need a real chode. <laughs> Need a real Joel cock. Yeah. <laughs> as, as tall as it is wide, Kate told us off here. <laughs> oh. oh man, if you've made it this far, congratulations. Well done. <laughs> hey, it's a great time to uh, remind you all of Patreon. <laughs> 
All right. I've started judging people who pay us money. No, no I love them. No, I do love you. Oh, mate. Anyway, all I was going to say about the pots giving the pots as a gift. Oh, fucking hell. All I was going to say is it's like a bad... 90s sitcom yes. where like the mother would get pots on Mother's Day and she'd lose her mind and she'd be angry. But oh yeah, yeah. But like I get pots now and I'm like fucking super stoked about it. But who gives a shit? I have sex with pots. I'm not a, <laughs> not ashamed to admit it. I don't give a fuck about that. Fuck all the haters. That's oh, a good point though, right? Man. Because that role reversal it yeah. doesn't work. Because there's there's not you know there's not uh, generations of that happening. Going, I know what Mum will like some yeah. cleaning equipment. That's what she wants. She wants a new vacuum cleaner. Can't you know, I the job done I got, I got all the siblings together one year for it was either Christmas or a birthday, and went. I, Mum was talking to me how she'd really like a, a steam cleaner for the floors, and I thought it was a very considered gift to be yeah. buying for Mum. But then you look back on it, you're like, oh, so I just bought her something so she could work hard at <laughs> cleaning the house. <laughs> I've noticed there's a bit of dust on the floorboards, Mavis. <laughs> Happy birthday, mate. It's <laughs> a steam cleaner. This will make the job a little bit easier <laughs> instead of just doing it for her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah. She was appreciative. She loved it. She yeah. goes, oh, I wanted one of these. I know. I paid attention. You know what? She would have appreciated the fact that you paid attention. Yes. That would have been a, a huge part of the gift yeah. for her. Uh, she loves it when I pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Get my box out. <laughs> Get out the deep fryer. Come on, Maeve. <laughs> what are you doing with the deep fryer? Don't put your dick in a deep fryer. <laughs> uh, but Saturday was a bit was a bit chaotic. Like um, on Friday night, hardly had hardly any sleep. Sylvia was having. She's got asthma. Youngest one. Is that new to you? Oh, because you told me before we started recording. I didn't realise that that was a thing. Um, this is like the third kind of, I guess, episode that she's had. Right. The first one, I should have called an ambulance. In hindsight, especially after you know talking to doctors, I should have probably called an ambulance. Oh yeah. But I didn't. Nah. She, she survived. You can't be wasting time with that kind of palaver. Um, but this time on Friday night, she's like, uh, she's having these episodes that I'm giving her the Ventolin. Which I wasn't giving it to her correctly, as I turned out. Oh, what yeah. were you doing? I was just um, into the spacer, yeah. puffing a couple of times and let her breathing, and then I puff a couple of times and let her breathe once or twice. Whereas what the doctor told me to do was uh, puff once into the spacer, she breathes four times. Puff another time into the spacer, oh, breathes yeah. four times. And you do that six times. Uh, anyway, so very little sleep. And then on Saturday, we woke up and like, you know what, we'll take it to the doctor because it hasn't improved that much. Call up the doctor, can't get you until like um, 20 past 12. Like, okay, Claire takes her down. She doesn't get to see into the doctor until like half past one because it's a Saturday. Yeah, Like of everybody's like a late admission. They'll be running fully late. The doctor's like, take her to hospital straight away. I'm like, really? The doctor's like, yep, got to go to hospital. Like that's just procedure. Well, when they when the ventilator's not doing anything, take her to hospital. So Claire's stressing out because she has to hop on a flight in two hours. Right. So she's wondering, should I change my flight? Should I cancel this thing? Should I do that? I'm like, no, no, no. It's fine. We'll go to the hospital. We had a big chat about it. And uh, she dropped us at the hospital. She's like, I should stay. And I'll change my flight. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. We'll be all right. It's not that bad. Yeah. You know, and I was for Claire. She was stressed out. Of course. Her, her fucking baby girl of course. fucking uh, has to be taken to hospital. And she's got to hop on a flight. Like, yeah. this is a very stressful situation. But I was quite calm. And I think part of it was because Claire was a bit stressed. 
So I naturally took on a more calm Well, you've got to counter, don't you? You've got to counter. Yeah. If Claire was calm, I probably would have been a bit stressed. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, of course, of course. But also, like, uh, I was like, man, she's not, I've seen her much worse than this. I'm sure that it's just, they're just playing it safe. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to the Royal Children's. Good on you. The fucking amazing work they do there. Everybody, super lovely. That'll be the last plug we do for you unless you pay. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my telethon, Royal Children's? <laughs> the, the Royal Children's telethon for shitting with the door open. <laughs> Get it on the ground level. <laughs> uh, but we were there for like six and a half hours. And oh, not because that. Um, not because we couldn't get seen. They, they saw us straight away. We went there at a quiet time. But from the moment we went in there, they're like, um, she has to be here three hours without needing more Ventolin. And so they gave us like a like a treatment of like, we'll do every 20 minutes, she will take six puffs. And then three hours after that, she um, oh, yeah. if she doesn't need any more Ventolin, then you can go home. It got to the two-hour mark. And then a nurse come in, she's like, I think she needs more Ventolin. And kudos to her for playing it safe. But I know if another nurse had come in, she would have been like, you know, we'll just stretch this out. Yeah, and we'll you just can go home. And we can go home. But I don't want to sound like I'm critical because you're trying to save my daughter's life. Oh, absolutely. Like you're being super lovely. But also it's Saturday and you're really fucking up my plans. <laughs> <laughs> children. I mean, oh, they're always fucking us over over there. I mean, unless you put a bar in, then just let me go. Why isn't there a bar in a hospital? That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Not everyone's sick. <laughs> some of us are just going for a laugh. That's right. Uh, anyway, so I got to show Mark, had to give her some more Ventolin, and then we're there for another three hours. But a shout out to my daughters, who were so well behaved at that hospital. Yeah, I was going to say, because you know, one's obviously needing care, so she's going to be getting the attention. The other one is bored, and they yeah. were bored. They were yeah. super bored, but they Because there's were, no bar. There's no bar. <laughs> they couldn't go get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to smoke in there. They can't oh, fucking mate. light one up. You used to be able to. It's funny when you see like nurses just outside. Just, just punching just it. Just fucking smoking yeah. away. They're like, I don't give a shit. I've seen the fucking bottom end of humanity. Take me out quicker. <laughs> just cardiologists out the back <laughs> punching darts. <laughs> yeah, I know the risks. Anyway, so we were there for like six and a half hours. And so when we got home, and I'd promised the girls because Claire was away that we could have a sleepover in the lounge. And we got home and they were so well behaved. I was like, yeah, we can still do the sleepover. So we're up to like half past 11. Just hanging out. <laughs> just hanging out in the just lounge room. Hanging out in the lounge room watching movies. That's fun. Dragged the mattress in there. It was good. That's great. And she's all right now. She's fine. Were yeah, they just yeah. giving her Ventolin? They didn't pop her on the nebulizer. No, nah, because it wasn't that bad. It yeah, was but the nebulizer is it's just the same product. It's just that it's strapped to her head. And for little kids who can't figure out the timing of the breathing of the Ventolin. She was fine with the breathing. Yeah, right. And man, when we were sitting there, and at the end, I was like, um, at 8 o'clock, I was like, all right, we're going to go. And at 10 past 8, I was like, oh, no one's come around to check on us. I'll hit the button, get a nurse in here so we can go. Five minutes later, someone comes in, and I'm like, why is it taking so long? I'm like, oh, that's right. We're low priority. Fucking thank God we're low priority. Yeah, yeah. Thank absolutely. God people aren't rushing in to fucking deal with us. Yes. Thank God people are like, ah, they're fine. They can wait. That's because, a good attitude. Because there were some kids around there, and they were, you know, not in a great way. Yeah. Uh, a lot of screaming, a lot of crying, a lot of people waiting there. Like, I heard one family beside us, like, no, you're going to have to be here all night. I'm like, oh, man, poor, poor guy. So I was like, there's like, Five seconds of like, why aren't they fucking taking care of? Oh, that's right, because yeah, we're fine, and thank fucking goodness for that. That other kid chopped his arm off. <laughs> uh, that that's a, that's a stressful environment for a kid too, though. You know, yes. for your kids, uh, because you know they're they're not um, even Sylvia, and really not that sick. 
Um, no. So quite aware of the noises and the screams. Yes. Did they talk? Did you talk to them about it? I talked to them like a little bit about because um, they're asking like why some of the other kids screaming and like oh because they're like not very well, not, you know they're not great. But also they moved us uh, into a room, not into a room, like into a little, you know, like a yeah. Yeah, it's curtained off alcove. Thank you very much. Yep. Uh, and it had a TV. So oh, they great. just put on ABC Kids. Oh, well. And then they were just like glued to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like medicine. It's like medicine. It keeps them calm. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had uh, a minor incident this morning. Um, Leo wanted to, has has got a new scooter. Uh, oh. Um, much to my annoyance. Uh, he's wanted a, a scooter for a while, yep. basically since a kid at school who's t- about two or three grades above, yep. who Leo thinks is it in a bit, yep. like thinks is so cool. And this kid rides a scooter, and so then Leo's like, "Well, I want a scooter." I'm like, "But you're fucking excellent on the skateboard, and that's cool. Your reg- scooters are not. You're regressing. Yeah, you're, you're going regressing. backwards. Yeah." And so wanted a scooter for the birthday, and I was like, "No, you're a skateboarder, mate. You know, build your skateboard." Skills up. Anyway, turns up at um, my house for the, the half of the week at the start of the week with a fucking scooter. I'm like, Ugh. Uh, but so happy. Yeah. Like, well, oh, fuck it. It's a scooter. And look, you might go back to a skateboard. Yeah. Or, or do both would be yes. great to keep that skill level up. But has wanted to be out in the backyard building ramps. I don't know if you saw uh, all the yeah I did the timber, and um, I was kind of like, oh. You know what? And I'm I'm normally a little bit. You can't have that tool, and you can't have those nails. Yep. But I feel like he's well and truly into the age where it's like, yeah, man, you know where the nails are. You know where the hands yeah, are. Yeah, great. Go and figure it out. The ramps are horrible. Um, they're quite dangerous. But, uh, <laughs> but I said, but I was just like, yeah, you you, you go and do that. And then I was uh, making uh, the school lunch this morning, looking out the window at him as he was hammering away, and and caught the exact moment where misfired on the nail and crushed the thumb. Oh. And I was like, oh. And I like I slowly put everything down on the bench, <laughs> and I slowly the champ was like like almost not quite running. But walking around in circles, trying to be cool with it. Oh. And I just looked at him and went, mate, you don't have to be cool with it. I saw all of that happen. That must be hurting. And then it was immediate tears. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, that was hectic. And so it was it was an excellent morning that turned into a super sad morning. And, yeah. I, and so he's off at school now. And then I had to have the chat after, you know, almost an hour of, you know, trying to be the clown. So I was doing yeah. Clowning to get some laughs out of him and got some um, stick. Yeah, got some shtick, mate. I know how to make the kids laugh. I just got the pots out and put my dick in it. <laughs> you lube it up with a bit of butter. <laughs> like a- hey, Walter, get in here. <laughs> in fact, don't watch. Don't watch, Dad. Oh, he's embarrassing himself. Look away. <laughs> look away. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> Just, just cram it full of like cold butter to warm it up with your cock. <laughs> Give me the double X. <laughs> anyway, it's a hard moment where you you want you, you <laughs> that hard moment. <laughs> Guilty, Your Honour. <laughs> Guilty of having sex with those pots. Bang, 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 bang. Bang of the gavel. <laughs> bang. <One> of the- <laughs> Objection. I never had sex with that pot. You're having sex with it right now. 
Oh, man, we should have just done a podcast called The History of the Dick. <laughs> <laughs> what can we put our dick into? <laughs> um, anyway. Man, 90% of this podcast is just us talking about our dicks. Is but it? have you seen a dick? They <laughs> are funny. They're so funny. Everyone's like, uh, you know, I've been a comic for quite a long time now, and people are like, when are you going to grow out of uh, doing dick jokes? I'm like, when dicks stop being funny? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Poo material and dicks is... Top notch, in my opinion. Oh, top of the pops. So good. Right at the top. Mate, That's some highbrow shit. Get some balls in there. I can know. Very funny. Testicles. <laughs> I once heard of a man that went to a dominatrix and wanted her to put a nail through his scrotum. Ah. That's taking it too far, isn't it? Because it's fine going in, but then you've got to use the claw hammer to take it back out again. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I digress. So, <laughs> speaking of hammers, uh, so I was like, obvious, you, you have hurt yourself, that's fine. But then by the time we were going to school, the sads had really set in. Uh, and so then I had to try and have a conversation. So don't let this um, sore thumb ruin your whole day. I understand it's hurt. Yeah. But it's just, you know, because it had already started to blacken just on a little spot. Like, it really cracked it. Um, but trying to just go, have a good day, mate. You know, try not let the... Because then the whole arm was becoming stiff and the whole, don't yeah. touch, don't touch, don't touch. I'm like, come on, it's just it's just the thumb, buddy. Yeah. So I bribed him. Right. Yep. I said, uh, if you can um, try and motivate yourself to have a good day despite your thumb, I will build a skate ramp for you while you're at school. Fucking fantastic. And he was like, sick. You reckon you can do that in a day? And I said, do you reckon you can have a positive day even with a sore thumb? And he went, yes, I, I reckon I can do that. And I went, but then I can build a ramp in a day. Fucking sweet. As soon as I left the school, I was like, I've really overcommitted there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I might go and spy on him and see if he's sad and go, you fucked it. I don't have to build the ramp. <laughs> I had that ramp built and I, I took it apart. <laughs> yeah. I took it apart because you were sad. <laughs> That'll teach you. <laughs> no, I'll get it done. It'll be easy. I remember like when I was a kid and I'd go to my granddad's house <coughs> and he'd have like just bits of wood and like uh, hammer and nails and stuff. And we'd just be like, out there making like wooden swords and shields yeah. and sit and just beating the shit out of each other, me and my cousins. It was the best. Yeah, it's great. It was so good. Well, as the weather finally starts to improve Fucking here in Melbourne, or, although hold on to your blouses because it'll be, uh, there'll be a week and it'll be back to fucking winter. September's yeah. the worst month. You go, oh, spring's here, yay! <laughs> and he goes, no, 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 here's a bit more winter. Yeah. But anyway, as the weather is improving, uh, we're going to start uh, Woodwork Club. Ah, uh, and I look, love if, it, it. if it's only me and Leo, then fine. Yep. I, I was going to try and get some kids from school, and just basic shit like make a sword. Yeah. You know, make a. Uh, do you have a lathe? I, I don't we, have a lathe. Remember, but we used to make like baseball bats and woodworking class. Oh, mate, that was the best. Same, okay. and it was, and they were relatively easy. I think. Yeah, they're very simple. You know, you're just kind of running that. Um, what is it? It's not a chisel. Is it a chisel that you're running along the lathe? Yeah, is I reckon you call it a chisel. Or is it a special kind of? Yeah. Whatever, whatever you're using, you're using like some kind of metal instrument to fucking run up and down. Cutting the, tool. A cutting tool. That's what you're using. I would, I would love to have a lathe. It was one of my favourite things to do. Um, it, it is, uh, it's wonderful and um, sort of almost um, like meditation. It's also something that you need a fair level of skill at before because you is, gauge the gouge those tools in, they kick back. You can cause yourself a lot. That of is not something you just leave your kid alone. No, with. absolutely not. No, and no, in no, fact, no. Uh, it's sort of what killed my step grandfather. The lathe. Oh, really? Yeah, it was wood-turning um, timbers that were carcinogenic and got himself a lung infection. Oh, yeah. so good. Anyway, 
Um, we won't be doing lathe. <laughs> uh, but I do, you know, you can see around the shed. I've got quite a few tools. Heaps um, of great looking tools. But what I've been trying to do myself with my own woodwork is get away from um, power tools and get back to hand tools um, because I was listening to someone talk about it. Um, actually, Nick Offerman. Do you know oh, Nick yeah. Offerman? Yeah, from the um, Parks and Rec. Yes. Well, he's um, he's a master craftsman. Yes. And he was talking about using when you when you're using tools that aren't power tools, uh, it's a it's a much more peaceful experience. Oh, I'm better at it. I was like, yeah. And so I've I've been getting I out guess the it hand saw. What you're making, like if you're making something for like a meditative meditative experience, absolutely get out the yeah. hand tools. But if you're making like oh, I'm just going to build this fucking crate because I need to build the crate, get yes. out the power tools. Well, totally. Courses like, for courses. Well, the the ramp that I'm going to make today, I, I will. It'll be. Um, the power saw, the nail gun. Yeah, just get it, it done. I'll get it done in an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And then it'll break as soon as he hits it and it'll hurt something else. <laughs> and that'll be a life lesson, Leo. <laughs> Your dad's a fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like uh, on like the Liz Duffin episode, which was a great ep. Oh, mate. Great ep. What a cracking episode. Uh, from from woe to go. From woe to go. Or go to woe, I think you'd say. Mm, that's like how she made you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Go, Barry. Whoa. <laughs> they pots back then. <laughs> they used the natural pot, a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> a meat pot. <laughs> the natural pot, the vagina. <laughs> That's what we did on this podcast. More vagina jokes. I'm sure all of our fan base would be very appreciative of it if we were more inclusive. Anyway, she's, yes. she was criticising me for like calling Claire Claire. Yes. In front of the girls. Anyway, like uh, Sylvia was in bed the other day, last night, night before. She's like, Claire Hooper. Claire Hooper. Claire Hooper. Claire Hooper. But Claire was in the shower. And so after a minute of that, she's like, Wade Duffin! <laughs> Wade Duffin! Excellent. Wade Duffin! <laughs> it was very funny. Well, she's the daughter of a comedian. Yes. And, and, and comedians are known by our full names. Yeah, that's right. It's really weird. Harley Breen? Yeah, you only ever say the full names. That's right. Because otherwise so it could good. be Claire fucking anyone. Claire, Claire could be fucking anyone. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she's free to do what she wants. She's an adult. Have a crack. Hoops. <laughs> Love her. Oh. She's the best. Yeah. How are we going? 27 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to about two minutes of content. <laughs> oh, 27 minutes and 25 of that has been us laughing about fucking a saucepan. <laughs> <laughs> and here's more. <laughs> I just looked at my message uh, on my phone because uh, I'm expecting a call about something else. Um, and my dad, it's just a message from my dad says, how are you going? <laughs> well, I'm losing my mind as it turns out, PB. Uh, the personal best is actually in town. We have to um, get him on again. With Grandma Maeve, uh, which is exciting. Uh, we'll have to get Maeve on. Uh, I don't know how she's going to go. It's all right. I think she'll be great. It's oh, just she does go. <laughs> <laughs> she is a goer. <laughs> Very vocal. <laughs> oh, I'm so My sorry. My nephew <laughs> listens to this podcast. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it's 
sorry. We might take that bit out, You're not taking it out. That's punishment. You're leaving it in. <laughs> Stop it. <I'm> so <laughs> we'll get out the cookware. Oh, oh, fucking hell. Anyway, man. the personal best is here. Um, he, his episode, another one, was so great. Uh, he drove me to a gig last night. Oh, lovely. Because, um, unfortunately, I've had another one of those fucking incidences behind the steering wheel. Um, it happened last week, uh, coming over to you. And it's just, anyway, it's alarming. Um, yep. I'm trying not to be alarmed by it because I feel like that's going to make the whole situation worse. So, because he's in town, uh, for various different reasons, mum and dad are having a holiday because they're both, uh, they're, I think they're officially retired. Congratulations. Well fucking done, both Kudos. of you. Kudos. That's Honestly. It. They haven't stopped working, but they're officially retired. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're doing, they did a car trip, um, did the Grey Nomads. Oh, drove, lovely. Drove down from Brisbane to Melbourne. Um, and Dad's staying in his um, auntie's uh, apartment. She lives out in another house uh, on the condition that he helps plan her 90th birthday, <laughs> right? And that's the rent, which is great. Um, and then on the way down, his mother died um, at 95. Uh, you um, know, Myrtle? Myrtle. Nana, Nana was what I called her. Uh, uh, great. And, you know, it's, good innings. That's what I think. 95 is a good innings. Great innings. innings. Always, there's always different levels of grief and sadness when anyone moves on for any kind of reason. Yes. Um, but I'm, as you can tell, pretty pragmatic about it. It's like, yeah, 95. That's, yep. that's the first hint. So he's organising that as well. But I'm most happy because they're here for me. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm leaning on them already and uh, and they're quite happy to do it. So I got him to drive me to a gig last night. Yeah. Um, uh, did the gig and then had a proper father-son well, I would call it a dumping. I just Beautiful. needed to dump shit. It's so good. And he's the best at hearing. So, yeah, I feel uh, that's why I was checking in. How are you doing? Because, you know, I dumped all this stuff. And then yeah. when you do a dump, yeah, you, you know. You feel relieved. Yeah, and it can bring up other stuff, I yeah. guess. Like when you're talking, like one minute you're talking about Father's Day, the next minute you're having sex with a pop. Because <laughs> it's got a heavy bottom. Who <laughs> knew where that came from? <laughs> You talk about one thing, it brings up another thing. <laughs> but enough about your dick. <laughs> it's beautiful that you have that relationship with your dad. Oh, it's absolutely It's amazing. so nice. Because my dad, he's the best. He's a great guy. But I would not have an emotional chat with him. At I, all ever? Not really. Yeah, right. I, I can't imagine it. Like, well, that's uh, why you've got me. That's why I've got you. That's yeah. why I've got the podcast. I'm but, like and daddy. That's, that's no <laughs> My pot daddy. <laughs> Would you like a joint? <laughs> um, like we get together, we talk about like rugby and the kids and family and generic stuff. And that's no criticism on Barry. No, no, it's just what your relationship is. It's just is. what our relationship yeah. is. It's the same with uh, my brother. He's a great guy, but we talk about like uh, rugby and, and family and stuff. Yeah. But when I'm with... Uh, you and some other friends, you know, really get into it. Get deep. Get yeah, deep. it's not that you don't. Yeah. You lack the ability to get deep at all. No, I and love I think it. wherever you can find it, this is especially needs to be said to men. I'm sure there's women that need to be told that they need to open up a bit. But I think oh, it's they need to really open up, <laughs> get deep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <up>. Oh, <laughs> just got to open up, ladies. Open up. <laughs> to the men in your lives. <laughs> funny was this, that your mum was like, Barry didn't close his legs. So I was like, that's not how our anatomy works. <laughs> we can still get done with our legs closed. 
But in general, um, uh, it's men that need to be told to open up, and myself included. I think yeah. I'm pretty good at opening up to you and opening up to my dad and, and being honest about it, but there's still you know, uh, some stuff that I just go, nah, it's fine, bury it down, push it down. All the way, deep, deep, deep. Until it just festers into a cancer. <laughs> no regrets until you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> what a great attitude to life. Oh, man. Uh, do you have anything... Coming up, it's like are you going away a lot? Um, I'm about to wrap up this tour. Um, it's funny that I have this podcast with such lovely loyal people, and we've hardly done any plugging for it. And even this one's going to come out too late to plug the show that I genuinely need to plug, which is in Adelaide. Because <laughs> uh, classic Adelaide. Oh, nah, it's not in March. <laughs> That's the only time we go out. <laughs> so I'm in. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be great. I've actually got quite a decent sized crowd coming in. It's just that it's the biggest room. Uh, of the tour uh, because there's not really an in between yes. in Adelaide, okay. and so but it, it's great. I've played it quite a lot of time. The Arkabar, and uh, I'm sure it was great when you hear this. I would have already finished it on the eighth, um, and then uh, the following, which all Brisbane listeners, if you missed out on the first show, I'm doing a return show. Fantastic uh, on the fifteenth at the Sit Down Comedy Club. Tickets available on the website, and then. Um, Doing all sorts of dumb shit. How's this gig? Have I told you about this gig that I'm um, travelling around Australia eating food at pubs to judge the best pub meal? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fucking hell. I gotta so see. So good. Isn't that ridiculous? For what? Yak brewing. You know, fat Fucking yak and yes. lazy yak and those How good beers. Is that? They're getting a free plug on this. They didn't even pay me for that. Um, I just genuinely think it's the one. Like, so last year I go to Russia. Yep. Because they're like, do you want to come to Russia for the Socceroos? Yes. Like, Fuck yeah, I love golf. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, that's uh, I do that on stage. That's gross. Doing stand up in front of my mate in my shed. Um, <laughs> but that's the truth. Like it was. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge football fan. Uh, but what an amazing experience. And then this time they they go, would you be interested in this campaign? Like, are you serious? Going to pubs around this country to just eat a palmer and decide which one's the best in the country and you're going to pay me cash money. Fucking hell, what's happened? Absolutely, I want to do that. But it is, and it does play back into parenting, it will be, it'll basically be over the course of 10 or 11 days um, and I'll be away for eight or nine of those days because you've got to get it done. So it'll be, you know, plane, pub, eat, uh possibly a plane that day to get to the next place for the next oh, morning wow. to eat do do it at all, all the different places and it's um the sort of starts i think maybe the second or whenever in october but hopefully i'm done by the 11th of october baby's due on the 21st of october oh hello and that is that you're into um safe territory of baby come out so i think it's 38 weeks they just call it full term if a baby yeah. is born at 38 weeks it's full term that's 38 weeks. Ew. Touch and go. Well, it was, you know, I, I think the 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 thing that's saving me is that the client is super um, on board with my personal situation. Yeah. With that Hannah's so pregnant and that I'll only ever be one flight away. It's not... So if something was to happen, I can go, sorry guys, we're going to pull this and I can get back to it. Yes. After the baby comes Because out. in Australia, like no matter where you are, you are one flight from Melbourne. 
Pretty much. Pretty yes, much. Pretty much. Not the other day when I was in Perth and Qantas cancelled my flight. <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning, I wasn't awake, cancelled my flight. I woke up to this cancelled flight and I was like, oh, fucking hell. Because I had to get back to Melbourne for the show. Yeah. It's like, come on. And had a little fucking cry rant on social media and then got schooled by everyone telling me, no, I fucking look at you, you're prima donna. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that was flight number 11. Yes. Uh, for two weeks. Okay. So, yeah, I was a little bit on edge. And then they added me on another flight, unbeknownst to me, even though I sent the message, didn't read it, from um, the production manager. She was like, that flight's not going to work to get you back to Melbourne on time. So I've changed the one they changed you to. Your flight's at 8.45. I saw the text from Qantas saying, your flight's at 11.10. And I was like, cool. Well, I'll just hang out at the hotel. And then went to the airport at 10 past 10, one hour before my flight. And they're like, no, your flight's gone. Fuck, What? No, I've got to go, what? And there was no direct flights left back to Melbourne. So then I had to leapfrog from Perth to Adelaide. (laughs) And and the flight that they had me on in Adelaide wasn't going to get me back on time um, to do the show. Uh, So (laughs) unless, I don't know if you've heard this term before, the Fremantle doctor turned up. And which is the winds that blow over Fremantle uh, and got me into Adelaide. 10 minutes early and literally that is what happened oh. and I didn't even bother telling anyone on uh, the staff on the plane I was just like I'm just going to see what happens Yeah, got off the plane and as I walked off the plane they were announcing the Melbourne flight that was boarding I went straight to the service desk and went please 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 get me on that plane and there was one seat left oh. fucking straight back on that plane fucking nothing to do with parenting but fucking rock and roll fucking game on yes fuck we're running a bit dry this week aren't we <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to have to say anything anymore. I know. Oh, no, we've got more. What else have we got? Parenting. Yay, I'm glad I did it. Um, I do like parenting. I like parenting. You know what I wish about parenting? Uh, and it was from a uh, phone call uh, I had with the great and wise Nellie Thomas. Q Wade having a go at her <laughs> fucking fridge idea. <laughs> no, we're going to let that go. It was, a, it was a good idea. I did try it out in the end. I took some fruit and vegetables, so I thought straight in the bin. I thought, that was quicker, Nellie. Good job. Good thinking, Nellie. Fucking fantastic, mate. And then I took some money and I set it on fire. I thought, oh, this is wonderful. This feels good. And then I got a pot and I shoved it up my bum hole. I thought, is this what you want, Nellie? Is it? Is this what you want? <laughs> I don't think that's what you wanted. That last little bit, that was just for me. If I'm going to be honest, if I'm going to be honest, if I'm going to be truly honest, <laughs> having sex with the pot, that was just for Duffo. That was just for old wads here. <laughs> just one parent who likes to have sex with pots. <laughs> Cook some like uh, some borscht in there. Get that beet bread soup and some sour cream. That's what turns me on. I like the bright colours, the vivid, the vividness of it. Get some ramen going. Get that textural feeling. I'm not even sorry. Anyway, it's your fault for listening. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> If anything, you're all to blame. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, I was talking to Nelly, and it was, this has dawned on me, uh, and it's actually made me—I don't know—feel a bit sad or whatever. Because sometimes I get, um, I get stuck in feeling like parenting is an inconvenience. Yep. Um, to me, but actually, quite the opposite is truth. Is the truth? My job is an inconvenience to my parenting. Yeah. 
if I could, if I could not do my job, if I could uh, just be a stay-at-home dad, I think I'm. I actually think I'm really good. There's yes. Sometimes where where you really back yourself, and rightly so, because you're a fucking excellent dad. And I'll sit there and go, oh, I don't know if I'm as uh, good a dad as Wade. N- not not that it's a competition. Um, but I then I was because we were having this quite long chat, Nelly and I, the other day, and I was like, no, I would fucking nail it. Absolutely, if I, I present, back you as a dad. If I was present... If I had as much to do as you do, then, you know, I would not back myself as much. But I would still be a good dad. Yeah, well, you, yeah, you just do the I best with what I you've have, got. I've just, I've got a lot of time. Well, because even when I'm here, I'm not present. Because My head is fucking flat out. But yeah, but I've seen you parents. You're great. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, uh, and thank you. But what I mean is I, I would love to um, only do it. For you know, for a period yes. of time, I would love to um, pull back from all shows, all writing, a- anything to do with the entertainment industry, and just be a dad for say twelve months. Oh, I'd fucking love to do that. Yes. Well, I, there, there is. That's a very. Uh, that's a, a pipe dream. It's very unrealistic. It's not going to happen. Yeah, totally. It's not going to happen because, uh, well, we the, there's no financial benefit for doing it, and so yeah. we would. I could do that, but we'd be homeless. Yep. That's just the reality of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's... Um, man, but I you what know what? Saying. It's a good goal. I don't need to be as defeated as I just was. I should try and aim towards that. I should try and aim towards... The, uh, work my fucking ring off for the next, uh, you know, 12 months. Yeah. And see if I can bank up six months of... I've just... Just nothing. Just yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. And man, even if it's not um, just dad, it's like uh, dad with... Uh, while I go away once a month. Yes. You know, for, yeah, a, yeah. Oh, for a particular absolutely. gig. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're just at home. You've still got like a little bit of regular income coming in. But I've seen your parent and you're amazing. But you are, you and I have like different lives and similar lives. Yes. But we're very different in that the kids are like what I do. So then yes. I come over here and I do this podcast. I have sex with some pots. <laughs> <laughs> You're flat out. I'm flat out. We're all busy in our own way, Wade. You've got a nap to get home to. <laughs> After I've had sex with all those pots, I need a nap. You've had a workout. Get the walk going. <laughs> oh, be careful of those walks. You know what they're like. <laughs> get a frying pan. Sometimes I'll, I'll do a colander. <laughs> Oh, talk me through that. No, please don't. <laughs> They've got handles. Anyway. Yeah. Like it's, uh, we just got like slightly different lives. But yeah, man, oh, 100% back you. Well, but I get a, I get quite a good, good amount of empathy from you because your wife is very similar to me in terms of yes. our jobs. Yes. So you see it on a day-to-day basis. She will be at... Um, and I'm sure she probably has the same feeling as I just had. I'm sure she'd like to just fucking... 100%. Just be at home. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I think she would, but then I think she might um, lose her mind after a bit because, like you, also you like to keep super busy. Well, th- that's the other truth to it. And is- Claire likes to be busy. She likes to be useful. She likes to be doing things constantly. Whereas I am much. It's much easier for me <laughs> to to just go, oh, I've got the kids and I'll do some other stuff. And then if I've got like a couple of hours free time, I don't feel I have to fill that free time. Well, you can fill it with a nap. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you're right because, uh, you know, uh, a lot of listeners will remember um, 
I'm about of the sads uh, at the start of the year, and I'm um, I'm not being dismissive of depression. That's just how I'm referring to it. Um, I got pretty sad. Um, you were very depressed. Uh, yeah. you were very and depressed. I had had actually taken my foot off the pedal uh, towards the end of last year, and then January I was gearing up for taboo, and so I hadn't actually been um, as busy as what I normally am. Yeah, and then. Um, Post taboo, I sort of didn't know what I was doing either, um, and then I basically I just booked in a heap of stuff. And as soon as because I'm fuck, literally flat out at the moment, yeah, um, I'm hap- way happier. Yes, I'm way happier in myself as a as a uh, as a individual, as a comedian, as a working comic. Um, but then you go, well, fuck, now I want to be at home. It's just yeah. you know trying to figure out. Um, that roller coaster and get the balance right, and I, and that's not unique to a touring comic. I think any working parent, man, any working and any job, getting that balance yeah. right of like how much do I want to be the parent and how much do I just still want to be my own person kind of thing. Yeah, because you know? You, you know you get to the end of your life, you're not going to go fuck. I should have done more work. I no. should have worked more days. But you're not going to go. I should have hugged my kids more either. <laughs> oh yeah, you're not going to get in your life. Go. Oh, I wish I paid them oh, more attention. God, they're needy. <laughs> oh, I hug. It's my deathbed. Can I get a fucking break for once? <laughs> I'm dying here. You're I'm leading. literally on my last breath, and you're still fucking wanting a hug. Would you fuck off? <laughs> you're standing on my testicles. <laughs> uh, look. Oh man, we've done a good job. And we are doing a good job. Yeah. People, like, if you're out there listening to this podcast, you're probably doing a good job. Absolutely. You know, like, most parents out there, they're doing a good job. And when you're not doing a good job, you're doing a job. You're just getting it done. Do you know what I keep thinking of? And I know we've brought it up before and I'll bring it up again. It's it's mainly for me. Dave O'Neill. It's not quality, it's quantity. Such good. Because I just never th- want you around. I'd never thought about it like just that. Just turn up. Just fucking just turn, up. turn up. Just be in the same room as them. Hang out. That's all. You guys can read a book in the same room. You don't even have to fucking put on special events. You don't have to create activities they're going to do. Nothing. You can literally just be in the same room. That's fucking and the such more, good advice. The more I tell myself that, the actually calmer I am as a parent. And because the more special things you try and do with your kids, if you're like, oh, I've got to make craft activities every day. Oh, I've got to do baking with them every day. Oh, I've got to take them to the zoo every day. Yep. The less special those things become. Yeah, absolutely. Then it's just normality to them. Yeah, well, like this morning when Leo hurt himself... Um, I knew what he needed was just to be near me. Yeah. So I just put a chair in the kitchen, which you know our kitchen is tiny. Yeah. I just went, just sit there, mate, and be with me. Not a lot of room for pots in that kitchen. No. Not a lot of not a lot of movement going along. No. There's some real short, quick thrusts. You get there. real crammed in. <laughs> Look away, boys. <laughs> I've been through a bit of a pot drought. I, Harley, you need a coffee? I'll go into your kitchen. I'll make you one. <laughs> I might be a while. <laughs> He'll be back in three minutes. <laughs> That's three pots. <laughs> I've only got two pots. <laughs> I go very quick, very fast. I pride myself on that. Very proud of myself for that. Every time I finish up, <laughs> I've got to go faster. I've got to go faster. Claire is a very disappointed lady. And you know what? Some people might be embarrassed about that. But I'm. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm just like it's just practice for my pots, babes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, this is the dumbest thing. 
we've ever said on the podcast. And we've said. And that is saying something. Yeah, that is fucking saying something. <laughs> we have reached, literally reached the bottom. <laughs> Tune out now and never come back. <laughs> we we got to the bottom with Uber Full Dicks. And now we've just dug a hole. Like, that's not far enough. We've just got to go further. Oh my god. Sorry, Dada. Right. Ridiculous. Remember that? Remember, yeah. like, we'd have, like. Sorry, Dada. Sorry, Dada. You'd apologise to your wife, <laughs> your partner, for having sex with him by saying, Sorry, Dada. Remember how, like, it was objection, Your Honour? Remember that? It's not parenting. Sucking dick isn't parenting. You're at that factory. Remember that factory all the penises are coming along the convey about? And you've got to suck them quickly before they go off onto market, before they get boxed up. Remember that? I forgot about that. <laughs> dicks. Fuck, that went on for ages. Too long, I would Putting say. Putting a rockmelon in a microwave? <laughs> <laughs> This is literally the bottom of all of those. This is, like, that is, this this is by far. Make, I've been trying to picture how you would fuck a pot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to fill it up. You'd have to have two pots, wouldn't you? <laughs> Just clanging them together. <laughs> Just whacking at it. On your flaccid penis. <laughs> your soft, mushy penis. <laughs> The best part is There's tradesmen Literally just over there Thinking what the fuck Is happening next door Alright Anyway (laughs) You're welcome Dads